0: I am Nathan Oren, and this is Journal Talk, episode 26, with two special guests, Dr. Ira Progoff and his son, John
1: Progoff.
2: The Intensive Journal is a specially structured and designed kind of psychological workbook or diary. It's a journal. I have used journals personally and in my practice for many years, but I concluded, after much experience, that an unstructured journal is helpful, but after a certain period it begins to work against itself, that as people find themselves going in circles. And I realized that it was necessary to have a particular method of enabling a person to break out of the circles into which he gets caught. I worked out a kind of consensus of what are the processes, what are the dynamic factors that we can see taking place in the lives of creative persons. And then I structured the intensive journal in such a way as uh, attempting to reflect those processes in the lives of of people. And so uh, it seems to have worked, and it has developed quite a bit, of course, in the uh, intervening years. Till now, we have uh, almost 10,000 Registered dialogue house journals out being used actively Mm -hmm. around the country, and uh, it has become a method for working in your life Using the intensive journal as the basic instrument. It's a means by which Essentially a person can place himself in the midst of the movement of his life to get a sense of where am I in my life? Uh, Both from the point of view of how you moved in the past that is how did I get here and also, where am I? It's like uh, sometimes I've compared it to a submarine that is out in mid-ocean and he suddenly surfaces. Mm-hmm. And it looks around and has to figure out where am I to get its bearings. And the intensive journal is a means for getting your bearings. That's a reason it's been apparently very helpful for people who are at a point of transition in their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever age, it's been used quite a bit by adolescents. Uh, We've done a number of programs in old-age homes with retirees and, of course, and especially with people in the middle years who are going through a change of career or who are coming to a point where they ask themselves, what is the meaning of my life and what do I want to do in the second half of my life?
0: You're listening to Journal Talk with your host, Nathan Oren. Journal Talk is a bi-weekly podcast bringing you resources, information, and inspiration about all things journaling. And now, back to Journal Talk. Hello, and welcome to Journal Talk. I'm Nathan Oren, and with me today is a very special guest. Okay, No, it's not really Dr. Ira Progoff, although that was his voice right there in the introduction. For those of you who may not know, Dr. Progoff passed away in January 1998 from a degenerative brain disease, and it was a real loss to the community of journal therapists and really to the world of psychology in general. He was a giant in the field. Uh, He studied with Dr. Carl Jung directly during his career. One outgrowth from all of his study and clinical work was a journaling method that he invented called the Intensive Journal Method. And from what I can tell and all the research I've done, Dr. Ira Progoff was the first person ever, in like in the world ever, to put together a journaling workshop with a specific system for organizing one's thoughts and, and entries. And for that reason, He's considered the great-grandfather of journaling, and I really wish I could have met him. Uh, But the good news is that his work has continued on, and there's an organization that he set up before he passed called the Dialogue House, and there in Cleveland, they train journal consultants to provide workshops all over the country uh, using the original ProGoff intensive journal method. And there's also a book that Dr. Progoff had written. It's available online and at your local bookstores. It's called At a Journal Workshop. And it works you through the entire process step by step. Be careful. It's not an easy read. There's a lot of stuff in there, but it is packed, and it is powerful. So while that was Dr. Progoff's voice in the introduction of this episode, I bring to you today my guest, is the man who now runs the dialogue house, the man who gave me permission to use that voice, uh, Ira Progoff's son, John Progoff. And I have three clips of dialogue (laughs) with the the man from dialogue house to share with you. And I hope that you find it as intriguing as I did to learn about Dr. Ira Progoff and the journaling workshop that really started it all. In this first clip, John tells us about the two-day intensive journal workshop and what makes the intensive journal method different than your everyday average diary writing or journaling writing. Listen listen into this. This is great.
3: Well, John, thank you very much for your time and welcome to Journal Talk. I'm delighted to have you here talking about the Dialog House and the IRA Progress Intensive Journal Method.
4: Right. Well, thanks for having me, and yes, it's a great program, and we're carrying it on, and I'd be glad to share with you what it's all about.
3: Super, super, and I was able to get a copy of the workbook, the Add a Journal Workshop book, and I'm just having a great time going through it. And is this the same program today as the program that was started the late 50s, early 60s? Is that when it got started? Well,
4: it's evolved a bit in the sense that Ira developed it in the mid-60s and refined it primarily through the early 80s. He added a uh, a big section on finding meaning in life at that point. And then since Mm -hmm. then, he, he made a couple of minor refinements to it, but now we carry it on as it is.
3: Great. Would you share with us a little bit about the method and how it works,
4: how it's different from normal journaling as we think of it? Sure, I'd be glad to. Essentially, the intensive journal method, in a phrase, it's an integrated system, and I'll explain what I mean by that, that uses writing exercises to help a person get to know themselves better, work through issues over time, and then develop a more meaningful life. Now, the system, it's a structured method. And what I mean by that is there's distinct sections in this three-ring binder workbook that you use. That Mm. cover such topics as personal relationships your career your life history meaning in life dreams and imagery all these different areas with the goal of developing a broad foundation on your life and then within that work through issues over time as they arise within the context of your life which Mm. IRA felt would produce more optimal results because you know yourself better so you're mm-hmm. working things through within a, a context. And what we mean by the structure, as I said, we have all these different sections that correspond to areas of your life. It helps you organize the material in your life. I mm-hmm. really used to talk about the material inside us. It's like smoke. It's so hard to get a grasp on. So we use these exercises to get it out of us and down on paper. He said we were a reporter on our lives. So we get it down on paper so we can work with it, and we get it organized because we have these various topic areas. And then as you get the material down, you then read it back, and you're being in touch with yourself, and it stirs in you it may give you insights as you react to what you've written or it may lead you to related areas of your life and you then work in those sections and this back and forth of reading and working with it in various sections is the key to how you gain new insights about your life how things come together that previously weren't possible so you Mm. grow as a person through this feedback process which is a very spontaneous intuitive process we're not in our heads process is just taking us from step by step
3: Mm. it's not an analysis of your life it's uh, what you say like an observation of your life and then a process of pulling out different pieces to do work
4: right we don't analyze we're trying to sort of get out of our heads just quiet centered in touch with ourselves and do the exercises as we're guided through them and that's how we grow that's the Uh, essence of what ira felt
3: yeah and another thing that i find fascinating is and you, you touched on this this is so different from the typical normally with my journaling is you know i'll write i'll get a lot of stuff out even if it's wonderful rich beautiful writing i get in touch with myself i learn something about myself but then it stays in that book, and gets buried in a closet or on a shelf somewhere. And I don't usually ever go back. And if I do, it's sort of like, oh, ha-ha, look at that. How interesting. But what you're saying is that the notebook that you record this it becomes a living organism with you. You start to build and create and design, and you're, you're looking back at stuff and, and organizing it on paper, and the journal notebook itself – is actually a partner in the discovery, is that
4: correct? Right. Your journalists sort of your friend through life that you can be totally honest with. Mm-hmm. And you're sharing all different aspects, the most intimate aspects of your life. And the initial writing is just the start of it because you're gonna read it back and have a totally different take on it or perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and develop it then and move to the related sections and grow with it so it's a cumulative process that we do over time because our life is evolving and we want to be in touch with that ongoing process and this mm-hmm. gives us a tool to work with it and gain those insights and perspectives
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: I think the atmosphere in which you work in this method is so critical. It's based on principles of depth psychology that Ira formulated, and that means that we're trying to really get in touch with our depths, our inner self, become centered and quiet. Now, that takes time, and it takes Mm -hmm. an atmosphere to do it. A lot Mm -hmm. of people use the method when they come to the workshop and then work on their own from time to time. But the atmosphere is so key, because if we're working at a superficial level, you know, we've got all our preconceived ways of thinking, our biases, and then we're just writing what we normally think. The idea is to get beyond that, to get to the truth of what we really feel that's inside us, and then work with it. Mm -hmm. So... The sustained quiet, a progressive deepening that takes place over time is really key to get genuine material out of us. As I said, privacy is key. We're not sharing what we write with anyone else. We don't want to censor or edit it and make it sound pretty or, you know, leave out things that might be painful or mm-hmm. difficult because working through those sorts of things is how we grow as a person.
3: Mm -hmm, mm
4: mm-hmm so neutrality is another aspect of this atmosphere we're not trying to plant positive thoughts the thought of the day or anything like that we're just writing what comes to us Mm
3: -hmm, mm -hmm.
4: at our workshops we also have another key aspect of the atmosphere which we call the power of the group in other words each person is working privately but in unison in their lives and mm-hmm. Ira is fond of quoting this one participant who said this is solitary work that we cannot do alone and it's analogous to a, a religious service a sanctuary where people are praying privately but in unison in a group it's mm-hmm. the same sort of thing and then they go home and work on their own and come back to the workshop from time to time as the need arises mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, guess what? Journal Talk now has a listener participation hotline. If you have a question or a comment, you can call Journal Talk and leave a message for Nathan or any of his guest journaling experts. Just call area code 805-751-6280 and leave a message at the tone. We'd love to hear your ideas, suggestions, or even just your voice of support. And now, back to more Journal Talk.
0: well hello and welcome back to journal talk this week i'm featuring dr ira progoff's intensive journal method by sharing a conversation that i had with john progoff his son who is currently running the business of the dialogue house in cleveland ohio this conversation so moved me to give this intensive journal method a try that soon after this conversation, I went online and bought myself a plane ticket and I registered myself for the workshop. There's one taking place in Tucson, Arizona at the end of March. It's coming up in just a few weeks. I can't wait to experience this Workshop firsthand, and if you'd like to join me, if you're going to be in that area, or if you just are able to come, please check out the website for yourself. It's intensivejournal.org. You'll hear about it in this next segment of conversation. The web website and how you can uh, register yourself. You can get the details and the information. You can register yourself right online. Just make sure to drop me a line and let me know that you're coming. I'd love to meet you and experience this workshop together. In this next segment of conversation with John Progoff, we talk about his father's background and career, and one of the things that I admire so much about Ira Progoff was how he was really committed to offering this transformation that he discovered in journaling to all people. Like He wasn't just interested in, in having a great psychology practice, you know, he he really did outreach he did everything that he could to share this simple idea with people of all walks of life people in prison people in lower-class communities Uh, i i think dr progoff really believed that he was devoting himself to a noble cause and in in my book that's that's makes him a hero listen to john describe what led his father to creating the Intensive Journal Method and how that program came into existence. It's a really, really great story here. John, would you take a few minutes to talk about who Ira
3: was, just from the standpoint of you know, what his accomplishments were, what, what brought him into being the leader of this kind of therapy?
4: Sure. Ira got his Ph.D. in psychology in the early 1950s, and he was the first one in the United States to write his dissertation on the work of Carl Jung. And Jung Mm. invited him, read the dissertation, and invited him to study with him in Switzerland, which he did in the early to mid-1950s. And then after that, he came back to the United States and was a practicing therapist in New York City and was a professor professor at Drew University and Fairleigh Dickinson University, both in New Jersey. And there he was studying the lives of creative people and what made them creative and dynamic. Mm -hmm. And in his therapy practice, he was experimenting with having his clients write. And what he was finding is that the writing down thoughts and feelings sped up the therapy process and got people through issues in a faster and more optimal way. Wow! And recognized that way back, (laughs) way back. Right. This is in the late 50s, exactly, early 60s. Before you know, a lot of the things that we take for granted today about writing or the importance of personal growth, etc. You know, were out there. He was a real pioneer in the field. Yeah, like
3: getting a a PhD in psychology was like a that was a bleeding edge kind of concept back then.
4: Well, he was not in the mainstream. In other words, we've talked about not analyzing our lives. And mm-hmm, so he was mm-hmm. not in the traditional clinical mode. And he was very critical of how people are diagnosed in therapy. And then, you know, as if they're sick or there's something wrong with them. He felt that everyone in life is going to have issues to work through over time. That's just mm-hmm. part of the natural process of life. Mm-hmm. And people need a tool to work these issues through. And so, having a tool that they can use on their own and not be dependent upon someone else is why he ultimately created the intensive journal method. Mm-hmm. And he incorporated the principles of depth psychology, which he wrote in a series of books, into the method. Now, one does not have to know these principles in using the method. But there be in behind the method and people who often come to workshops say wow this is really effective I can't believe this this is a very transformational experience and it's like it's because there's so much thought that went behind creating the method and mm-hmm. the substance of it it's a tool for psychological growth and it's not like a cookbook of exercises that he just ginned up somehow Right. (laughs) Right. So he's a. I was known as sort of the pioneer in this field. He does Mm -hmm. not really view this as journaling. It has a journal, and our name, intensive journal, has the word journal in it. But it's really just a tool to develop your life over time using this writing process.
3: That's great. Without
4: the connotations of therapy, without you know, any of the stigmas that are attached to that. This is just mm-hmm. a tool for anyone, regardless of background, education, etc., to develop themselves. And so he created this method in the mid-60s, evolved it over time, and completed most of it by the late 1970s, early 80s, where he added mm-hmm. this meaning dimension to it. Wrote several books describing it. The primary book is called Add a Journal Workshop. hmm And he created the organization Dialogue House, which I now manage, that has certified leaders conducting the workshops under our auspices around the country and Canada and elsewhere. Mm -hmm, Okay. And where's that, the Dialogue House? We're in the suburbs of Cleveland, Ohio. Okay,
3: great. The
4: leaders we call journal consultants, and they lead the workshops using our guidelines so the person learns the same process, whether they take it in one place or another. And by the way, the process is the same, whether it's for a group of people who are just interested in broad general growth or they're there because they're in some substance abuse program for rehabilitation or whatever. Mm. Each person, regardless of their background, their internal process is the same. Mm -hmm, And this mm -hmm. method is designed to connect people with that process so that they can grow and gain clarity about their lives and then work through issues, whatever they happen to be.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm
4: And so I manage that here from our office at Dialogue House. And we have a website, intensivejournal.org, if people want to learn more about it. Also, an email address of info, info at org an 800 number of 800 221 5844. And the website has a great deal of information about what the method is, what a workshop's like why people attend articles written by people who have used the process extensively so it's a big source of information and then if they join our list they can get updates about program workshops or new materials that we're creating and so forth
3: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's great yeah and i think that will probably because the journaling consultants are traveling and doing these workshops all over the country in different places i think the best way to kind of keep informed if anyone is interested in uh, attending one at some point is to stay on the list so they can get the – or keep checking the website. Is that right?
4: Right. We book the workshops, and then we the first thing we do is post them on our website. But, yes, the main way is through our mailing list. We We send announcements out and reminders about various programs coming up. And we try and hold them in the as many of the major metropolitan areas of the country as possible Mm -hmm. and at least have one program a year so people can connect with the process in the workshop at least annually if they want to do that Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. it's totally up to them
3: yeah and we try
4: and keep our fees I would say fairly modest because Mm -hmm. this is for the average person And I realize people are struggling these days and so forth. So Mm -hmm. it's really designed for the average person. And we try and, you know, offer the program in a way that is affordable. Mm -hmm,
3: mm -hmm. That's great.
0: You are listening to Journal Talk, a bi-weekly podcast about all things journaling. This podcast is part of Right for Life a web resource for living with clarity, passion, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at number 4 And now, here's the host of Journal Talk and the founder of Write for Life, journaling coach Nathan Oren. Welcome back to Journal Talk. This episode, I'm playing for you a conversation that caused me to book myself a flight to Tucson, Arizona at the end of this month and to take a journaling workshop. (laughs) Yes, another journaling workshop. I must be addicted. But this isn't just any journaling workshop. This is supposed to be the great king daddy of all journaling workshops because it was created by Dr. Ira Progoff, a great thinker, a great leader, a great psychologist, and as you'll hear from this segment of dialogue with his son John, he was really a beautiful human being. It it seems that he has touched a lot of people's lives, And, and I don't think it was just because he was able to explain some deep psychological and profound truths i i i get that he really cared about people as individuals and he really made a profound difference in people's lives i loved hearing how john describes the arc of his relationship with his dad over the years i mean he starts off explaining how he was pretty much a rebellious teenager i i i'm sure there were some misunderstandings and you can tell there might be just a little bit of angst in that relationship and uh, I, I could just hear little teenage John saying, "Yeah, Dad, I know, I know. Write it down. You told me already. You know, whatever. Write it down, whatever." <laughs> but then over time, John began to develop a very deep and healthy respect for his dad, and today he feels such a deep sense of duty to keep his father's work alive in the world, and it's just so precious. I, I had to share this with you.
4: John,
3: who was Ira Prograf to you? I mean, besides being your father, do you have any personal stories or memories that people would enjoy hearing about?
4: Well, my parents did divorce at an early age for me. So mm-hmm. there was there was some bitterness and whatever that you typically have in these marital issues.
3: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I
4: didn't hear very wonderful things about him growing up well, it's very common uh, also, I relate
3: to that premise because I, I had a similar situation. It's very typical back in the day for children to live only with their mother, like the father wasn't capable somehow of raising kids and the courts would just assign the children to stay with their moms, and so you got whatever story about your dad that your mom gave you. <laughs>
4: right. And then when I came to Dialogue House, this was in the early 90s, about 20 some years ago. So it was a chance for me to work directly with him. So, you know, I knew him obviously over time as I was growing up and so forth. But this was a chance to work with him. I got literally inundated with these comments from people about how wonderful my father was what a great process he created how it transformed their lives and they were very grateful Mm -hmm. and they had many had met him personally in a workshop and so on even letters from people in prison were some of the most moving ones because these are the people who are down and out and don't have access to the resources of our society Mm -hmm. and it's one of the things that keeps us going to offer our program because he did touch many thousands of people and not just as a the method itself but how he led the workshops how he was a very gentle person I mean he obviously Mm -hmm. had great wisdom to create the method and as he led the workshops but just a very kind, gentle person, and he was very, he had a great stamina backbone that he was going to, very determined to do what he did. In other words, he had mm-hmm. his thoughts about how psychology should be, and he then went his way, perhaps ruffling some feathers along the way, but doing his thing, and creating his thing, and not giving in to you know the the main ways that people do things and so the uniqueness of this method is one of its major benefits mm-hmm. in other words you get features that you couldn't get elsewhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he believes certain things should be done the way they are in other words we're not in some group chat talk about our lives but we work privately in this method in a group
3: yeah yeah
4: as as a simple example so so that was one of the major things, and then you know, as I look all back also from all the books that he wrote, and then I remember when, oh, that was when I was ten years old he He wrote this important book on depth psychology in a year or two <laughs> and so on. He was a very i mean, as I say, he was a very wise person, well read and profound in what he was thinking, but he was also mm-hmm. a very simple person and you know, he enjoyed the simple things in life, such as baseball, watching baseball games or going to baseball games, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people ha- view him as this wise person that would just sit and read, you know, books and issue profound thoughts. But, you know, he was like everyone else. It sounds to me like if I were
3: in your shoes, it would be somewhat of an awakening experience, like getting to know Dad all over again like thinking that I had known him all these years at one way but even even after his passing you know still learning more and more about him from an adult view that's very true
4: that that definitely occurred for me and there was more of um we bonded I mean Mm -hmm. you know growing up and hearing about this stuff there's a natural inclination to say, leave me alone. I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) You know, just like any son of a parent. Right. Okay. So then I realized, you know, especially when he was ill, that this is a very important, profound work that he created for society, and someone needs to help grow it and preserve it. And Mm so that's one major reason why I came and worked to to do that and Mm -hmm. you know as I said then we got to know each other from a different angle
3: Mm -hmm. where
4: Mm -hmm. he was you know in his professional capacity as well Mm -hmm. and also he was in declining health yeah so he was at a different phase of his life as well
0: well, I'm afraid that's all the time we have left for today. I'd welcome your thoughts about this episode, about anything we talked about. Please find the link for comments and leave me a note on my website. It's www.writeforlife.us episode 26. At the very end of March, I'll be attending the ProGolf Workshop in Tucson, Arizona. I'm sure I'll let you know how that goes for me. Uh, So many people have already told me it's going to be a real game changer. I will be sure to post details about it on my blog. And I'll be back in two weeks unless you contact me first. Meanwhile, keep on writing. Bye, everybody.
1: This episode of Journal Talk is copyright and brought to you by Write for Life, an online resource for living with passion, clarity, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at www.write, spelled W R I T E, the number four, life, L I F E.US. Thanks again for listening to Journal Talk and for voting that this is the best health and fitness podcast 2013.